Aquifer's Educator Connection podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Robbins. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Leah Sheridan about how to use Aquifer's integrated illness scripts. These scripts are designed to promote cognitive integration and provide a framework for learners to link basic science and clinical knowledge. We'll discuss how you can incorporate integrated illness scripts into your own teaching and offer examples of assignments you can use to teach your preclinical and clinical learners. Dr. Sheridan is a professor of physiology at Ohio Heritage College of Osteopathic Medicine and the science lead for Aquifer Sciences. She's both a developer and an enthusiastic user of Aquifer's integrated illness scripts. Leah, I'm so delighted to speak with you today about integrated illness scripts. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and talk to you about them. I think the trick here is going to be helping me understand the difference between integrated illness scripts and illness scripts. Absolutely. The nuance that that's the difference between the integrated illness script and a traditional illness script is really just putting the why right next to the clinical finding that uh, a physician is observing. For instance, if a patient is presenting with shortness of breath in the, the integrated illness script, you would see shortness of breath as a clinical feature. And right next to, right underneath that would be why, why would this patient be presenting with shortness of breath? What is the science behind that or the physiology of that mechanism? So it's, it's really just a way of truly integrating the sciences with the clinical aspects of medicine so that they both pop up in the clinician's mind as a cognitive framework for them um, when they're engaging with patients. Could you also help me understand what exactly is in an integrated illness script? It contains several valuable pieces. It, It provides an overview of a particular disease in terms of what defines that disease, the epidemiology that underlies that disease and its presentation in certain populations. And then it also offers the most common clinical features that that disease is going to present with. Each script offers at most six of the most common clinical features. And With those clinical features, we provide the basic science mechanism that underlies the presentation of that clinical feature in that particular disease process. In addition, the illness scripts also integrate basic science concepts that underline all of the mechanisms. So not only, for instance, would we explain why shortness of breath presents in asthma, but we'll also offer the basic core concepts of flow gradients. You need to know the physiology concept of flow gradients to understand why shortness of breath is presenting in asthma. Those core concepts are really valuable to the medical educator to really pinpoint where their content is integrated into um, clinical practice. The flip side of the integrated illness script is the mechanism of disease map, which is a framework or a concept type map that takes the basic science mechanism underlying a clinical feature and in a basically box and arrow type of diagram (laughs) shows Uh the mechanistic steps of how that clinical feature uh, arises in that disease. I want to follow up on something you just said. 
You mentioned that the integrated illness script helps educators to pinpoint where their content is integrated into clinical practice. Could you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a physiologist, so <laughs> I um, the, I love teaching the why, especially when teaching medical students. It's really imperative to lead with the why uh, when you're in the classroom with them, so that they you get buy-in from students right away. They really are interested in what they're learning, but they also have so much to learn that it helps to to tell them why they're learning a particular piece of science or a scientific nugget of information so that they know that their time is being well spent. And the integrated illness scripts are just the perfect mechanism for showing that why, because it directly links the science that they need to learn to become a competent physician with why it's going to be important for them in medicine. So you're really approaching it from um, contextualizing the physiology that you're teaching. Definitely. Yes. And it's, it's actually been a really great tool for me. Um, I was really excited to, to come across this and to meet with the aquifer group years back, because this was what I was looking for. I was looking for in my teaching uh, a tool that would really be that clinical relevance, that clinical application to the physiology that I'm trying to teach the students. I'm just wondering if um, you can recall any aha moments that either you or your students might have had uh, with a particularly, say, difficult, you know, complicated concept in physiology. I, I suppose one of the, the biggest aha moments is when I'm teaching respiratory physiology. It, that tends to be really demanding on the students in terms of concepts um, and difficult concepts because a lot of it relies on physics. So using the integrated illness scripts, for instance, I think I mentioned, you know, shortness of breath. If somebody's presenting with a shortness of breath, it's really easy to get those aha moments about what's happening with the airflow in the lungs when they can contextualize it and put it into the story of a patient and a patient presentation. It helps them to also envision a clear mechanistic pathway to treatment and management of that disease and hopefully bringing that patient back to a state of wellness. I'd like to explore some specifics with you. I understand that you've been having your first-year medical students work on building integrated illness scripts even before Aquifer released the scripts. I'd love to learn more. So, for instance, what does your assignment ask them to do, and what are you hoping to accomplish? How I've approached assigning parts of the illness script is at first I I would give them basically a, a rather complete illness script. So they would see the whole thing. And I asked them first to take the illness script and create the mechanism of disease. So what I would do is, you know, start with one clinical feature and I would give them my written explanation of this is why this feature presents during in this disease. This is why shortness of breath presents in asthma. And then I would have them translate that written script into the mechanism of disease map. And then that helps them really parse out the, the really important pieces, the mechanistic pieces of what why a trigger in asthma leads to shortness of breath. And they would see the linkages. 
So that helps them translate the, the script to the map. And then what I would do, you know, we as we're going through the curriculum with a respiratory curriculum, with more and more symptoms that we're learning, they could start adding to that map and be like, oh, here's another symptom that would present with asthma. So let's draw that onto the map. Um, so that's one aspect is to just have them create the mechanism of disease map from the script. How might you use these integrated illness scripts with students in their clinical years? Oh, great question. So yeah, a lot of my colleagues are have already started using these scripts in the in teaching students on out on their rotations. Um, they're such a valuable tool that students can just pull up at the bedside and have the science behind why the patient in front of them is presenting with certain symptoms and to help them uh, achieve a, a, a differential diagnosis and narrow that down to what they, they truly think might be happening. So there are many different ways of, of doing that, taking you know deep dives into the, the mechanisms behind a particular diagnosis that is already known for a patient and having those conversations at the bedside. Or like I just said, kind of if it's unknown, going across scripts and trying to, to figure out, okay, what, what might be happening here so that they can narrow it down. There's also, you know, just great ways of just looking, thinking outside the box that most patients present with the most common <laughs> presentation. That's what, that's what we know. And, but there's also going to be those patients that present with something that's, that's rare, um, that's uncommon. So these scripts could really present a, a great tool for probing students to think creatively. Yes, here's a, here's a script for, you know, a certain disease, but what if this feature wasn't present or what if this feature was replaced with a different feature? What would, how would that change your thinking? How would that change the script? What diagnosis might that lead you to? So it's, it's a really great way of making small changes in typical presentations that get students to keep thinking creatively and keep using their science knowledge while they're in the clinical setting and to not lose that so that they can truly uh, provide the best care for their patients. So to move them past sort of that premature closure type of experience. Exactly. Yeah. Always to, you know, keep an open mind and not to, to make, you know, a decision too early. And another great feature that kind of adds on to their learning in the clinical years is there's these within the the um, electronic version of these um, scripts is there's there's mechanisms for them to take their own notes to add more knowledge um, to what the script is offering that they're seeing um, just by experience and through working with their peers and their fellow clinicians. Leah, it's so helpful to have those specific examples. Thank you. So. What advice do you have for people who want to get started using integrated illness scripts in their teaching? I think it's it's important to to start small um, with your learners and when you're starting these integrated illness scripts to really target the use the scripts and target them to the the level of the learner that that's in front of you. If it's a preclinical learner, the value um, of the scripts. Uh, is really in, in developing them. So give afford them some time to to develop their own scripts to whatever extent that you know you um, fits with your program and your curriculum. And then 
layer on uh, the complexity of the scripts as the learners develop in, in your curriculum. So you could certainly start with them early with, with developing their own and then bring in fully developed scripts to, to more sen senior learners um, to remind them of the science and to have them compare and contrast um, one script to another script and how this to find the similarities and the differences in a particular presentation so that they can really grow to appreciate all the clinical knowledge that they're they're attaining while also uh, reminding them and having them use the scientific knowledge that they've learned along the way um, as well. So uh, it's a really great mechanism or tool to to grow learners from both preclinical through clinical and even into graduate medical education. Leah, that sounds terrific, challenging, and terrific. <laughs> it's fun. It's daunting, but it's fun. <laughs> you have to the the process is 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 amazing, and once you get through it, it's it's very rewarding. Well, Leah, thank you so much for taking the time to walk me and our listeners through the process of teaching with integrated illness scripts. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciated the time to, to be able to talk about them. I, I have found them very valuable in my own teaching practice and also just as a, a really, Aquifer has been a great place to, to work with great people. Thanks for joining us this week for Aquifer's Educator Connection Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion about teaching with integrated illness scripts to promote cognitive integration and provide a framework for learners to link basic science and clinical knowledge. A beta set of integrated illness scripts is currently available to Aquifer curricular partners who subscribe to all five Aquifer signature courses. To learn more about the scripts and to access supporting resources, see the show notes from today's episode and visit our sciences page, both at aquifer.org. There, you can also find information about our podcast series, our Teaching Perspectives and Pearls blog, and our webinar and web shops. You can subscribe and listen to the series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter to keep up with the latest news. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast, tell a colleague and leave us a review. Until next time, be well. The Aquifer Educator Connection Podcast is a product of Aquifer, your trusted source for clinical learning. It is produced and hosted by Lynn Robbins. The show's executive producer is Eileen Olszewski. Audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Show artwork by Carrie Waters. Our theme music, Little Idea, is written and performed by Scott Holmes. For more information, please visit our website, www.aquifer.org.